Vince Warhorse, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast. So sit down, shut up, clean out your ears, listen up, otherwise Warhorse is going to rule your ass. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot. How long is this going to last? Pro What's going on? We are back, finally, for a new episode of the Pro Wrestling Shoot. I'm Jesse Carter. Joined with me, as always, James Pinard Jr. Guys, we had to take a week off last week, man, and we're about to explain why. Um, it was a fucking wild-ass week. We we did the Roseland thing. Uh, I went to San Francisco. Um, long vacation, long drives. It was so fucking fun, though, man. I, I don't regret a thing. James, how the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. It was a great vacation. Um, It went by quick. That's the sucky thing, you know, but got new experiences. Uh, went to two different states, flying, and uh, yeah, we got to enjoy an indie show together and sponsored him, so that was a great experience. A lot of... Not just any lot, indie show, though. A lot of fun out of this. Not just any indie show, it was a fucking stacked, the biggest uh, independent wrestling show to ever hit the Pacific Northwest. Sold out, guy. man, sold out. So they sold out right at the last second. Fucking incredible, dude. Bravo to William. And there was a thousand, what was that? I said bravo to William, that's a big honor. Absolutely, man. Uh, dude, we did so much better at this show. So going into this show, let's let's uh, elaborate a little bit. Going into this show, we were kind of worried that we weren't going to sell any merch because there were so many top wrestlers in the building that night. And there were so many, there was just so much cool shit to buy, dude. I didn't think that anybody would even come to our fucking table, dude. We handed out so many business cards and I am proud to announce that we fucking sold out of our merch, dude. How huge is that? Yeah, that's a, you know, we were both on kind of edge and I just said, look, we're going to go in there with a flow and just let's enjoy ourselves. Let's interact with the fans that came to our booth. Thank you very much for interaction, you know, being with tons of wrestling fans. Stacked card. It was just amazing. Um, You know, maybe in the future we'll sponsor more, but this is, you know, first time and I enjoyed it. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah, dude, I, I love this shit. So... We were so blessed, man, blessed beyond measures because uh, we went in and we had six or seven different sponsors on this on this card, all selling merchandise. 
Um, Tiger Driver was sitting right next to us, and I watched our merchandise fly off a lot more than theirs, and they had a lot more stuff. We only had T-shirts, but they had stickers. They had little uh, little stuffed animal tigers that had a little shirt that says Tiger Driver. I actually bought one for my wife. It's fucking sitting in my bedroom right now. <laughs> she loves it. Um, stickers. Uh, shout out to them too, man. Such fucking awesome people. Um, I, I ended up gifting them a t-shirt just randomly throughout the night. I was like, Hey man, thank you guys so much for letting us set up next to you. You know, cause they're, they're a pretty big sponsor, pretty big deal. Um, super nice. And, and after that, man, I went to go buy a t-shirt from them and they, they wouldn't accept my money. They gave me, <laughs> they gave me a tiger driver t-shirt and they gave me stickers and all that stuff. And I made them take my money for the little, uh, tiger, the stuffed tiger that I bought from him because, uh, I, I like to support people, man. I, I like to do that. And, and that's what we did after the show as well, uh, with the professional wrestlers, instead of us being given stuff, we were kind of paying for it, um, willingly. I mean, this is, this was us just paying for it and trying to support the independent guys. Um, it was cool, man. It was cool meeting Dan Housen. I met uh, Dalton Castle. I, we I sat and talked with Alex Shelley for a while. Um, fuck, dude. I mean, the list goes on. We we got to talk to Brody King, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, awesome surprise. Um, Drexel. Yeah, he wasn't even scheduled to be there, man. The House of Black showed up in Roseland. Dude, Roseland, if you guys have not seen this event, go to IWTV and, and enter promo code PRESTIGE and go watch this shit, dude. You will not be disappointed. Nick Wayne and Ethan HD at the beginning killed this shit, uh, put on a banger, and that is the soundbite that you hear in the beginning of this podcast. Um, su- such a good opener for the night, man. Uh, Nick Wayne ended up losing, unfortunately. Ethan HD got the, got the W. Um, but man, Nick Wayne, incredible to watch live. Only 16. That's the phenomenal thing. 16. He, he sold his ass off, put on a great match. Fuck dude. Uh, We have new prestige tag team champions and it is prestige originals C4. Awesome. Which I was not expecting them to win. I kind of was swerving the other way towards uh, I I either thought it was going to be them or I thought it was going to be um Midnight Heat but I'm exactly. glad that it was C4 mm-hmm. because C4 has been with us since the beginning um I'm really happy that that was the turnout dude we got Drexel versus Taya Valkyrie and these two fucking tore the house down um <laughs> then we got the surprise of Athena aka Ember Moon which was very very awesome to see live Ember Moon, I actually met her too up at the bar. Um, <laughs> went and got a drink, and she was up there after the match. Uh, it was pretty cool. And uh, we yeah, also dude. saw um, who else do we see? Oh, we saw Tucker. If you remember from WWE in that tag team with that other guy, I can't recall his name. Uh, what was it? Uh, I think the tag name was like Three Hundred Five. They were a phenomenal tag team in that. Oh way. yeah, yeah. Was that who that was? I didn't. That's f- what. Yeah, that was Tucker. Okay, that was okay. Tucker. Uh, Calvin Tankman was badass. Dude, Tankman fucking killed it, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> There's just Valkyrie, a lot. <laughs> t- yeah, there was, it was action-packed all fucking night. Four hours worth of amazing fucking pro wrestling. Um, dude, incredible. Um, Taya Valkyrie ends up picking up the victory over, over Drex. Or no, she didn't. No, Sorry, she Drexel, ended up, Drexel ended up winning because Athena showed up. And when Athena showed up, the place came unglued. I have, dude, 
there was only 1,004 people in this building, it sounded like at least 6,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Dodie, they just dropped the ball with her big time. She's such an amazing talent. I want to see where she goes, but uh, it was so awesome to see her live. So, and I know that she's scheduled to fight Taya soon, I think in April. Yep. Yep, back in back in uh, Portland, it's not going to be at Roseland Theater, but it is going to be Portland. It's going to be a similar venue. Um, yeah, so that is the venue that they actually replaced Hermiston with um, April 15th. So they were going to have um, their three-year anniversary, right? Three-year anniversary. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, three-year an- – I didn't want to fucking butcher that. But, yeah, three-year anniversary – um, at Hermiston, which was their hometown, they didn't have the proper protocols in place. And we're not going to say that word because we don't want to, um, I don't know, get fucking censored in any way. So we're not going to, we're not, there's certain things that you cannot say on podcasts anymore. And we're, <laughs> we're fully aware of that. So anyway, certain protocols were not in place. They ended up changing the venues. Um, they are now in Portland and then night two will be right around the corner from my house. And that's the one I'm going to. I'm not going to catch the Portland show. Um, I'm just going to hope that they add Athena to Richland as well. <laughs> I don't think they will, but um, we'll see. Um, Richland's still going to be a lot of fun. Malachi Black's coming back. Um, hell of a guy as well, man. It, it was fun meeting all these guys. And then, you know, we also got that uh, Fatal 4 or was that the, the, the tag match? was the fatal four way, right? There was four tag teams. There was involved. actually yeah, we got two fatal four ways. Yeah, one fatal four two way, fatal one four. and one a was ta- a single and one was a tag. Yes. So uh on the Double single duty, side by the way, we might mention shout out to Sonico. No, that or was not Jayden. Sonico with Jaden, I'm sorry. Jaden there's you so will many hear names, a sound bite you know? from Jaden in this podcast too. We also got Warhorse in a match against um Funny Bone. Funny Bone. And that match was fucking crazy and and a classic. Dude, Warhorse is very underrated. Everybody likes to look at that gimmick and and really, you know what I mean, think the worst. But I don't think that they pay attention to his wrestling skill, dude. Warhorse fucking killed it. Yeah, it's uh, he he got very detailed with this and very very nice guy. Um, it was it, yeah. it was an honor to see him. You know, we've seen him on like AEW television once. He's been busting his ass off. I mean. I know you're in indies for so long and you're trying to push your weight out of there and you want to be noticed and you get pushed to the side. Dude, he's been busting his ass off and I'm I know I, well. I think Warhorse would have been signed by now by AEW if it wasn't for all these WWE guys coming in. That's my honest opinion. Like I really think that these indie got this this the indie talent had gotten pushed aside as soon as WWE started making all these releases and there but were yeah, better name talents. But yeah, he is a fan favorite. I mean, that's how he got to AEW because fans yeah. asked for him. So we'll yeah. see. You know, I I I I wish the best for him. I think he's going to go somewhere and uh you know, keep going on Warhorse. So we got to see Calvin Tank, man. You were really happy about that. Tank Man takes a blow on the outside and fucking got busted wide open, dude. <laughs> what a dude. Tank Man is a scary looking man in person. I am I'm a fan. I'm a fucking fan now. I didn't know anything about Calvin Tankman until I seen him live at Roseland and dude That dude is jacked. That, that dude is scary looking. Yeah. That guy I, I'm a fan, dude. That's all I can say. That guy has the fucking power behind him. World champ in the future. I'll I'll say that. I think he's gonna be a world champion in prestige. I 
I hope he sticks around in prestige, dude. I really do. And that brings us to that fatal four way that we got our triple threat match in, in uh, prestige that wasn't supposed to happen. We had Dalton Castle uh, supposed, supposed to be just facing Alex Shelley, but then we got a surprise from Tom Lawler, who was not scheduled to be there, um, ends up defending the title and losing it to Alex Shelley, which was an awesome match. And the reason he had to lose that, I'm, I'm assuming, is because now he is signed with New Japan Strong. He's going to be really busy and not taking as many prestige dates as of now. Uh, but Tom Lawler is always going to be my prestige world champion. Alex Shelley is fucking phenomenal, and I'm really happy that he's brought a port, uh, brought aboard to the family in prestige because we'll be seeing a lot more of him and he's a fighting champion, man. He's already defended his title in uh, Pomona, which we're going to get yeah, into here soon. Of course. Um, but yeah, dude, fuck Rosalind, man. I, I'm still, it's a, it's been, it's been a week and I'm still coming down off this high from Rosalind, man. So much fun hanging out with you so much. Shout out to Frodo and Michael, uh, uh, Michael, uh, Martinez from the podcast guys. He was, he was in a lot of our season two stuff. Um, shout out to him, uh, and, and their wives. We had a lot of fun with those guys. We had some Dave and Buster's, uh, journeys over there in Portland. Uh, yeah. Got, we got our Did favorite, a lot of drinking. favorite, yep, and I think your favorite number is no more, number 15. <laughs> number 15, and uh, and just a note, we're from out of town. <laughs> That's all I got to say. So much fun, man. So much fun. I, I enjoyed every single bit of it. And that wasn't even it for, for Prestige Rosalind. You would think that the title would be on the line in the main event. No, it wasn't. Uh, we had a lot more stuff happen throughout the night, and, and the crowning jewel was definitely the main event. But we had MB Young and Dark Sheik taking on Bussy, which I don't know why everybody has a hard time pronouncing Bussy. A lot of yeah, people call it Bussy. You know that I don't match know why was phenomenal. That yeah, I think Bussy. That it's match, bussy. yeah, Bussy. Um, and they came out to uh, Nicki Minaj's. Uh, Womp. Was it Nicki Minaj? No, it's a uh, Cardi B's uh, wet ass pussy. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I thought you know I've never seen him wrestle. A lot of these guys I've never seen wrestle live. I'm gonna be crazy about this. I was thinking maybe what was the Drexel match gonna be like? I thought that one was probably one of the best matches in my opinion. Just it was I, good, dude. It they was tore good. it down. And, and I don't know what I don't know what the deal is. Like I know a lot of indie promotions use doors and all that. You know, I, I how many doors do we have seat broken? Like three, four of them. I don't. So they pulled out a door. So Drexel pulled out a door during that match that had roses, which for Rosalind, which was door, a nice touch, <laughs> and the roses spelled out Taya. <laughs> it was it was brilliant. It was brilliant. I don't know when wrestling transitioned from tables to doors, but. We got a lot of hey, doors on this night. You know, it's better than seeing. I watch a lot know. of MB Young, and I know MB Young's been slamming motherfuckers for, through doors for quite a while now. So I didn't, <laughs> I, I, I didn't understand it. But what do you think of MB Young and Drexel? Your first time seeing these guys? Yeah, I, look, I mean, the, just hearing Drexel in person, talking to him after the, you know, after the show finished, dude, the guy acts like how he is in the ring. Like, there's no difference. That's just how his persona is. Um. 
he actually took a, took a couple good shots. Um, him and Tile, that match, I was wondering how it's going to transition, you know, between a female versus male match. Um, I mean, Drexel fits the persona to do these kind of maxes, matches, you know, hardcore matches, you know, that death-defying style. And then Envy Young, you know, he has the power, he has the ability, he has the look. Um, I mean, I know you've been telling me all this time, like him and Tom Lawler was like a big deal over and over and over and over. And man, he delivered in that tag, that mixed tag match, if you want to call it that tornado tag, however you want to call it. That was a and phenomenal they're, match. They're, they're cool motherfuckers in real life too, man. Drexel, shout out to him. First, he was our first ever show, my first ever interview, and he couldn't have been cooler about it. And he's definitely coming back for episode 100. I'm just, I'm giving you guys a spoiler right now. Drexel will be fucking back on this show and I will have it no other way. I will take him over any AEW and WWE talent any day because of the experience and the stories that this guy tells in and out of the ring. Like this guy is just phenomenal. And you got to meet MV Young. You seen how cool he was. He was re- he <laughs> really happy to see me. So that made me feel good. You know, he, he was kind of shocked to see me there. Um, he didn't even fucking realize that we were sponsoring it. Maybe he would realize it if you'd get a f- get on this fucking show and do an interview like he was supposed to a million fucking times before. That guy's just busy, man. He's got a lot of shit. Like that guy takes so many indie bookings and he's out there grinding every day. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. You can't get on a podcast, no problem, bro. Yeah, hey, you got to do your own thing, you know. Of course, like join our podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get him someday. We'll get him someday. Whenever he's not uh, so busy, we'll, we'll get him. But yeah, man, uh, that that co-main event between uh, Bussy and Pax Americana was amazing. It was a really good good match. I'm glad that even glad seeing that Pax Americana you know? got. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really do much. He came no, out. He, he was came actually, out and announced he, he the was tag on team commentary, titles. Of course, he was on commentary. And if you haven't seen the stream, go watch the stream because his commentary is fucking hilarious. It, yes. it is really good. Um, I will put over Danhausen for that. I mean, yes, it would have been cool to see him do tequila over and over, but you know, hey, he came well, out with titles. That's probably the last time you'll ever see Danhausen carrying some world titles or tag titles. <laughs> I don't know. But. So what you what you won't hear on the stream is something that I didn't understand. Um, William came out during a couple of intermissions or whatever, and he was real personal with the crowd. Um, we, we got a prestige Roseland trending worldwide, number 24 in the world, which was amazing. Um, he told a story about how he met the pro wrestling shoot and how he met me and that I was the first one to ever buy a ticket from prestige, which was amazing. And it, it like just got me emotional because I didn't realize that that was the case, but that was really cool that he said that in front of a thousand four people. Um, I thought it was on the stream, but I went back and watched, and I was really pissed off to find out that that fucking moment was not on the stream. William, if you're listening, dude, I understand you want to put these wrestlers over and give them the shine. Look, you're into making moments. That was a fucking moment, pal, and you fucked it up by not putting on that stream, (laughs) dude. What the fuck, man? Like, that was a good moment, and that wasn't even the best moment. So, like, after, I think it was after Taya and Drexel, when they went on, he came out fucking crying. He was crying and saying that this is the greatest fucking night of his life. William worked fucking two years to put this event on. It's been, yeah, he's been nervous about these. He's told us numerous times. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if he just wanted to keep this exclusive. I don't know if it's something that. Look, IWTV, you're in a creating moments, man. He he legit was emotional. He was legit yeah. emotional. Yes, of course. Emotional this is his return. Thank you know. You. And nobody got to see this on the stream, dude. I just fucking, I hated that. I hate that I didn't get to see that moment and relive that again. Because me, people like me, and shout out to Brandon from the the Rant and Rave podcast, who also sponsored the show. Me and Brandon were sitting in the back because we've been to every single local prestige before they started traveling. We were at every single show. So that made us emotional to know that prestige had made it to this level um, in such a short time and so much hard work put into it. So like for us to get emotional and watch this and see William get emotional for that to not be on the stream fucking breaks my heart, dude. <laughs> it was such a good moment that was not put on the stream. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I know you got emotional and you're like, I'll be right back, man. I had to go get a beer, <laughs> two beers. Three beers, yeah, four beers. Yeah, dude, I, I had to leave, dude. That shit, that shit, like, took me out, man, because I was like, fuck. I was so, so fucking happy for Prestige Wrestling. You have no idea. Like, I, I've been an advocate for them forever. And then, no, they don't fucking pay me. Like, anybody can, you know, they, they probably think that I'm putting over Prestige because they pay me. No, dude, this is my first fucking hometown promotion. You know what I mean? So, and I've been there since day one. Like, I, they don't have to fucking pay me nothing. I Like, I pay them to sponsor them. Like, put over my brand, you know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit. This was a moment for me, and this was a moment for every single diehard prestige fan that has been there since day one. And I wish that it would have been showcased on the stream. I just wish it would have been there, man, because I feel like that, like, it just put the fucking cherry on top of that night. You got, you know, you got emotional. You got like, we, to be honest, we weren't expecting that. I wasn't. You weren't. You know, when he's like, go check out our sponsors. And then he pretty much shut you out. He pretty much shout the sponsor out. Shout out Tiger Driver. Everybody. He was emotional for a guy that's been trying to put on a card for months and months and, and months and, and months. Dude, what meant so much to me is that they had such a huge sponsor like Tiger Driver and all these other great sponsors that they had on the show. They didn't say a fucking thing really about them. Just go support them. But when they mention the pro wrestling shoot, he tells this long story about how he met me and how much of a supporter I've been. And that, like, to me, meant the world. And, like, I don't care if that moment wasn't shared. I wish that everybody could have got to see that too. But I wish that that moment with him coming out the second time and crying and saying this is the greatest fucking night of his life. You know what I mean? And the and the, the the cheers and the pop that he got from the crowd. That was the most emotional part to me was that all this hard work that Prestige has done and William in particular has done. Now he's got partners, but let, let's get this fucking straight. William puts in this work. He does all this. He makes this shit happen. This is fucking William's doing, man. He's got like financial partners. Yeah, sure. But William's the fucking star here, man. And he makes this, these shows happen. Um... Just phenomenal, dude. Phenomenal night. I'll never fucking forget this. I'm so glad that you were here and got to fly down and share this with us. Um, sorry I got you too drunk uh, the night before we left to Portland. <laughs> fucking passed out was, watching I think that was Peacemaker. the goal. <laughs> I think that was the goal. I think that That's was right. his plans right. in the first place. But... When, when I ended up taking you to the hotel room, I was severely, severely hungover. <laughs> 
it was not fun. Um, I almost fought a couple people on the streets of Portland, <laughs> leaving Roseland. Um, yeah, we'll just say that. No fucking food places were open. I was starving. I was hangry. So people were about to get these hands. Oh, God. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> Noted. Anyway, um, Pomona just happened last night. As we're recording this, Pomona, the Pomona show happened last night. A uh, few things. Show was great. <laughs> show was phenomenal. I cannot be there live. I watched it on IWTV. The stream was not good. It was very, very bad. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and this this proves that I am not, you know, completely biased to Prestige. And this is not all on Prestige either, man. Shit fucking happens when it comes to the live showbiz, but this stream was terrible from, from beginning to end. Um, but being the fan that I am, I stuck it out, watched it, watched the show. The quality was very bad. The sound was terrible. Um, you couldn't hear the fucking crowd really at all, and the commentators were too loud. It, it and I knew, and I know that it was crushing William. He was posting, you know, he was pissed off. You can actually see him on camera how fucking frustrated he was. Yeah, um, he even he even took a photo on Twitter of like him with his heartbeat, and it was like his heart way, rate was up. Way, yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it's a, it's you know, it's a stressful thing. You gotta, there's so much you gotta do with to booking your own show you have to make sure certain flights go a certain way you have to make sure this person shows up you got to just check with the venue you got to make sure how many tickets you sold how many can you fit in there all protocols everything there's so much to go into this you know so i don't blame the guy i mean if you guys have seen it before he has told us multiple times like i'm still stressed out even though it's like three months away he was still stressed out that's how crazy it is just to be it you know i mean take it as from Anybody, Tony Khan or Vince McMahon's perspective, it's the same provocative because that's going to once in a while, you know, they get stressed out as well. So we're, you know, I know we do a lot of criticism to them, but there is a lot more work that you do not see that they're doing. They're trying to bust their ass off. Yes, we do pick on them here and there about why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? But it is a hell of a lot of work. And yeah, like you said, he was stressed out with you watching the stream, people tweeting it out. Hey, what's going on with the streaming? He's trying to work everything out, get on the phones. It's 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 a crazy thing. But, you know, bless him for trying to provide everything he can for fans that can't attend the show. Hey, watch it live. That is phenomenal. Well, he he's assured us that this won't happen again. But before we get any further into Pomona, the main event of Roseland was Malachi Black versus Davey Richards. First time ever on United States soil. And fuck did it deliver, man. These guys went nuts and gave us one hell of a match. Malachi's entrance, even without all the fucking glitz and glamour, is still breathtaking. Um, dude, it was amazing. And then, obviously, at the end of the match, uh, Malachi, Malachi Black got the victory and um, went to go shake Davey Richards' hand. Davey Richards was thinking about it and didn't want to do it, didn't want to do it, and then out of nowhere... Fucking Brody King. That crowd went wild. That blew the building pretty much up. So before 
the event even started, this kind of ruined it for us. And I'll give you an exclusive now. We were setting up our merch. We were there earlier, obviously, before everybody was there. All the wrestlers were in the ring, and I see fucking Brody King in the ring with <laughs> Malachi Black. And I'm like, motherfucker, that just gave everything away, you know? Uh, I didn't see Athena. So that that was a surprise no, to me because no, I didn't see did her. No, we did speculate that, though, with, with our people. We did speculate that due to her, I think, tweeting a photo, and it looked like Portland. Yep, um, yep. I, yeah, I said we, that we, with you guys, right? I was like, yo, Athena posted a picture, and I'm pretty sure it was in Portland. Yeah, and what do you know? She was there. Um, she's been all over the indie circuit since her release. Um, yeah, we got we got a good amount of surprises. A world title match, of course, with Tom Lawler there. Um, I was not. I was wondering, and I told you, I was thinking it can't be just two tag teams for this tag team tournament final, whatever you want to call it. And we got four tag teams. One that I did not expect with Jaden showing up twice doing double duty. So that guy busted his ass off. He's young too, man, and he he's very young, and he he did exactly that. He busted his ass. This this opening segment's going long, guys, and I'm gonna try to shorten it up just a little bit. But there was just so much to fucking cover. I went. I ended up like after I dropped James off at the airport, uh, I ended up driving <laughs> with my wife. <laughs> so we were the only two left. Like I I had my daughter, and everybody else just drove home. James flew home, and we drove to San Francisco. <laughs> It was a long fucking drive. Ended up getting stuck on a mountain with snow, which was gnarly. Didn't last too long, but um, yeah, I do not know was... what snow is. Thankfully, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you were extremely lucky coming into the Pacific Northwest. As soon as you left, we ended up getting hit with more snow over I, the town. That's what I was. I was looking at the weather. Thankfully, map. I wasn't. I wasn't here when this happened. Thankfully, I was in San Francisco, but. Still, um, lots of stuff happened, man. This trip was incredible. Thank you, everybody that came and supported us and bought our merchandise, shook our hands. Uh, we got to meet a lot of cool people and hand out business cards, which has extremely grown our podcast since then. I've definitely seen a growth in numbers um, since, what, a week ago, right? So uh, we... Yeah, two weeks ago. Yes, actually, and this was great. Two... This was great for Rosalind too. Was an awesome experience talking to many of you, many of you fans. Um, uh, I can't recall. There was this one particular fan that told us that he was involved in the first Rosalind with Rhino and the Kane. Um, but yeah, it was very phenomenal. It's yeah, even the numbers have been pushed up, and just getting all our merchandise sold out. That was crazy to us. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody that came and supported us and and have, have checked out the show since then. Thank you so much. Continue to spread the word to everybody. Um, we want to get this podcast up and moving. I mean, we're doing great numbers right now, but th- you can never, never complain about more people listening and enjoying the pro wrestling shoot. So, Thank you guys, everybody who has supported us. Thank you for the merch buys. Thanks for even just even if you didn't buy anything and you came to the the table, which was many cases. Thank you for coming and meeting us. That's that that means a lot to us. And I enjoyed meeting each and every one of you. James enjoyed it. We had a fantastic time. Um, fucking awesome vacation in the books, man. And and then Pomona was last night. Um, phenomenal card. Uh, PCO versus Tank Man was fucking phenomenal. Um, and that opened the night. So if you guys, I, I know the stream wasn't that good, but guys go back and watch the stream anyway. 
and just check out the wrestling. Like you can, you got, you got to really appreciate what these guys did in there. Um, they had a scramble match, six people, which was fucking awesome. And they had um, that main event, dude. Oh my goodness, um, Mike, Mike's uh, what Speedball? Yeah, uh, Speedball. Mike Bailey. What? That's my first time watching him. He he's phenomenal. Um, he did a fucking moonsault off of a fifteen foot balcony. God bless his heart. Um, man. Alex Shelley defended his title successfully. Yeah, phenomenal main event. It was a great, it was a great night of prestige. I'm glad I was there in heart. Um, unfortunately for the stream, you know, shit happens. It's all right. But anyway, I just wanted to get on here and say thank you to everybody and tell you about our vacation a little bit and tell you about our Roseland experience, man. It was it was a lot of fun. It was really fucking cool to meet everybody. It was cool to be a different kind of VIP. I've been to VIP tons of times for prestige, but this was a different experience. Um, and I'm glad I got to share that with you, James. That was fucking phenomenal. Dude, dude it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It's uh there's always the first time stuff for some, something, you know, this was, this is my second indie event in a different form. You know, I've been to, I've been to defy. Obviously that was my first one, just a regular standard admission, nothing crazy. This was kind of a VIP treatment. We, man, it was just so awesome, and I can't wait to see more prestige in the future. Absolutely. Guys, stick around. We still have the botch list later on tonight. We have, um, we got the what if, what if uh, Luna Fashan started the women's revolution. Obviously, that's our main event, so stick around for that. We got a little bit of the dirt with James Bernard Jr. is returning and I'm sure we'll hear Chris Williams some sometime on this podcast. It just happens, man. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of this show. James, we finally got this sponsor, man. We've been trying to hit up these guys for a while. Yep, it's the best thing that can actually come around. Absolutely, man. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Champions of the world, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer for you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code PWSHOOT at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving your favorite time in the bathroom. I've tried the new 4.0 and I'm blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and detail on the 4.0 are next level. James, how was your experience with this? Man, the um, Lawn Trimmer 4.0 is the best thing around. Let me just tell you, <laughs> don't not do what I did. It was like a horror and using an old trimmer, you know, just trying to wing it. And boy, nicking your balls is not the best. It's not the best feeling in the world, if you guys know what I mean. It sucks. With the Lawn Mower 4.0, you expect the results. And let me tell you, it's the best thing around. You got Valentine's Day. That just came around. Best thing ever. You want to make your lady happy? 
Go right ahead, use the lawnmower 4.0. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. That is the worst thing ever is having a grooming accident. I'm so glad that they reduced this in this trimmer. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaming my boys. This upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on-off switch that can engage a travel lock. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4. Did I mention wireless charging? The new wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction which can help last longer. Men, if you've been shaving with the same nut trimmer on your face, you've been doing all wrong. No person wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. That's just gross. Yeah, that's disgusting. Guys, get two of these things, man. I, I have two of them personally, and I'll tell you what. If you got two, it, it does it just right. This is not just for your nuts. This is for your body, your head, your face, and nobody wants to use the same shaver for two, man. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. James, tell them about that promo code again. That promo code, you get 20% off. I repeat, 20% off. All you got to do, and you get free shipping as well, did I mention? Just use the code PWSHOOT, all capitalized, PWSHOOT at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. I repeat, get 20% off and free shipping with the code PWSHOOT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code PWSHOOT. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Yo, what's up? This is Evan Young, the leader of the motherfucking Polyam Cult, and you are listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Fallen Eagle, Christopher Daniels, national treasure, inspiration to children everywhere, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Where is he? He's not picking up his phone. And come to his freaking house. Mr. Williams! That's ah, the damn door, man. Mr. Oh, 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 it's unlocked. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Williams? Mr. Williams? Oh, man, this place is a mess. What's been going on in here? Uh, Mr. Williams? Oh! oh. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, uh, Mr. Williams. Uh, there he is. Sleep. Mr. Williams. Mr. Williams, wake up. Mr. Williams. Uh, 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 no more fat bitch. Uh, 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 Mr. What? Williams. Point extra. What the fuck? I've been calling you all day. Uh, what the fuck are you Get doing? Calls? What are you doing here? What's going on? What? Ah, Why is it so messy in here? Oh, man, I had a fucking party last night, man. Never, never mind that. Ah, shit. I got some bad news. What, man? Well, Fuck. Congratulations. Because the network, they... What? Oh, what? Listen. What? The network, they, they have some true talk. What? Yeah. They have some true talk and... Fuck. And, 
and, and, and they've cut all the funding to the show. <sighs> Fuck, man. Yeah, so you, you know what that means. If, if, if you don't get paid, <sighs> I don't get paid. Well, look, man. I, if I, I'm not I, getting huh? paid. I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, anymore, Mr. Williams. Hold on, man. Uh, no, no. No, that's okay. All right. What? I, 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 I'm gonna leave now. Okay. No, hold on. Look, look, no, look. I can no. fund the fucking show myself. Fuck I don't... you, Mr. Williams. Oh, <laughs> well, fuck you too, Poindexter. I don't fucking need you. You never fucking helped me in the first place. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. The fuck? I don't need the fucking network. I can fund Trill Talk my goddamn self. You'll see. <laughs> All right, I guess we're going to kick up the botch list, uh, which is my personal botch list. James, did you save any of that shit on your phone the last time we did this? I did, and uh, about, uh, I want to say about 70% you said it was a botch. So let's see if that changes this time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and a couple of new additions. Oh, a couple of so new ones. So whenever you're, yeah, a couple of new ones. Um, All right, first one that came up, uh, do you think I'm still a mark? Uh, that was the first one. What did I call you a mark for? I can't remember. I think I don't know. Somewhere maybe around the line of bashing Hogan. I have no idea what it was. Um, no, I'm gonna remove you from the from the botch list for now. You're All safe right. for now. All right. Uh, lights out matches. You know the ones we discussed from AEW when they do the ones that don't count. Whatever. Any any general ones. Do you still are cool with them or are they still a botch on? TV, they're a botch. On pay-per-view, no. Okay, we'll we'll leave that one 50-50. We'll leave it there. No, just no, 50/50. just put on TV, yes. Lights out matches on TV is a fucking botch. Okay, we'll just okay. Uh Canadian Destroyer, your favorite move. That's forever on the botch list. You might as well just check mark that as forever. Okay. Uh Tony Khan's tweets. Yes. Yes. Uh well, you know Still what? A botch? He's calmed down a little bit. He did He did say that he's going to make an announcement that is going to shock the wrestling world. So let's just let's hold off on that one. It's I, up in the air I, until I, Wednesday. Until, until Wednesday after Dynamite when we, re, when we record. If, if, that, if that announcement fucking sucks or it's some other letdown like fucking Buddy Matthews or something like that, <laughs> I'm fucking putting it on the botch list. <laughs> okay uh wwe's forbidden door that's forever on the botch list those motherfuckers don't know anything about a forbidden door <laughs> booker t's views like on anything wrestling related of course i'm gonna take that off because he he has some decent views on some stuff i don't think all of it's trash okay um so this one was about Cody telling the fans I'm not turning heel. I'll change it to him. Do you like the fact that he's kind of somewhat their sources and they keep getting words about him? Do you like that idea that he's speaking up about it or should he keep silent? Do you think it's a botch that he's even saying anything in general? Um, in AEW, that's sort of the thing. And I think that the fact that they don't even try to play kayfabe anymore is a botch. Kayfabe is good. Okay. It's good for business. Okay. Um... We'll keep that one. Uh, Abaddon not on 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 Rampage or Dynamite. We haven't seen her on there in a good while still. 
she's getting into some good shape too, man. I've seen her on Instagram and stuff. She's she's losing some weight. She's doing good for herself. So yeah, I'd say that's a fucking botch, man. Put this chick on on fucking TV. Okay, so one that you were up in the air about still. Let's see if this one's the same thing. Kevin Owens resigning to WWE. I'm still up in the air about it, dude. I got to see something from him. If if nothing is shown, uh, the word is that he's going to be fucking wrestling at WrestleMania against Stone Cold Steve Austin. So if he gets that match, then I'll take it off the botch list. I actually, I never okay. put it in the botch list, huh? It was just up in the air. It was just up in the air, same so thing. So it's still so. up in the air. It, we're going to have that up in the air. All right. Your favorite one that I know you're probably going to say, still watch, Dave Meltzer reporting and his match ratings. Yeah, everything about Dave Meltzer is a fucking botch to me. I can't stand this guy or his fucking wrestling observer. It's all trash, man. I I, I go through, if, if I need some dirt, I'm going to go through somebody that's a little more credible and not biased. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Peacock. Peacock's forever on the fucking botch list. That... It, it's terrible. AW's picture in picture. Yeah, that's yeah. I I lose fucking focus every time that that shit comes on. I I can't. I end up watching the commercial and not the match. I just <laughs> whatever's the bigger screen is taking over my uh my attention span. Trill talk. Uh, trill talk is always on the fucking botch list. That is forever gonna be on the botch list until he resigns and trill talk is finally dead yeah that was an obvious one uh the network well we quit the network so yeah they're fucking on the botch list forever we are we are independent uh, independent podcast again and i i couldn't be happier i'm back to producing which is better than any producing that the fucking network could have ever done anyway uh, I have more potential than any network out there when it comes to my producing skills or my my creative flow. So yeah, fuck the network. Definitely on the botch list. All right, uh, QT Marshall, and he is feuding with Hook at the moment, I believe. QT Marshall is trash. He's on the botch. <laughs> the FTW title. Have they defended it? I believe they have. Um. Recently, since we did the botch list last time, uh, he defended it. I know Ricky Starks defended it and he won. Oh, he defended it against, um, I think Dante Martin. I think that's who he defended it and he, and he retained. And now he's in the uh, Revolution ladder match. So that shit's on the botch list until it leaves Tad's uh, Taz's squad. I'm going to leave because that shit needs to be filtered around and get some prestige to it. Right now, it means fucking nothing. That shit is definitely a botch. Okay. Uh, Disco Inferno's views or his list, as you said last time. Yeah, the botch list is way better than the Disco list. So um, fuck Disco Inferno and fuck his viewpoints and his list. His list is fucking trash. Um, he literally only puts people on the list because they fucking insult him. That's it. <laughs> That's the only reason why they he puts them on the list. Like how fucking, I don't know, man. That guy is so fucking full of himself and he's trash. He was never over as a wrestler. I don't care what the fuck anybody says. He was never over. You can't convince me that he was a bigger star than anybody. Like all he did was put people over. Um, and I don't even know if that's considered putting people over when you're a fucking loser and you lose to somebody all the time like that. That's not really putting somebody over. You're basically a jobber to them in my eyes. So yeah, he's a jobber and he's on the botch list. 
<laughs> wise words from Jesse Carter about uh, disco. Um, all right. So, of course, when I was over there for a vacation with you, you watched Elimination Chamber, which was in Saudi Arabia. What is your takes on the Saudi Arabian pay-per-views or blood money, whatever? I actually thought this last uh, Saudi Arabia pay-per-view was decent. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to remove it from the botch list. Okay. That was a shocker. That was actually a shocking one. Vegas did not have that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Veer Mahan coming soon still. Is he, is he here yet? Nope. I'm done. I think superstars. That shit's a fucking botch. (laughs) Uh, the IWC. The internet wrestling community? Yes, sir. Oh, man. It's so fucking hard. I'll tell you what. The Twitter... We're not going to put the internet wrestling community. I'm going to put the fucking... The AEW fans on Twitter. The marks. That's what I'm going to call them. Like, any, anything that AEW does is fucking terrible. Or, I mean, uh, is 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 the best thing in the world. They can never do any wrong. That shit's on the fucking botch list. Like, be fucking okay. honest with yourselves. Don't be a mark. WWE creative. I'm waiting to see what they do with Cody Rhodes. So we'll put it up in the air? Well, no, no, we're going to leave it on the botch list. But if they do good by Cody Rhodes, I'll take them off. Okay. And I got a few that I had to jump down real quick. Um, Vince McMahon wrestling in Mania, possibly. Is that a botch? Does he still have a badass body? I haven't seen the body. Um, I just know reports he might fight uh, Pat McAfee. I think that shit's dope. <laughs> I mean, people will pay to see that. So, no, that's not a botch at all. Okay. Um, Shane calling out Hogan for a possible match. That's fucking botched. Like, Hogan can't even hit a leg drop anymore. Like, let's, have you seen pictures of Hogan lately? He looks terrible. Let's fucking not bring him back. <laughs> okay, so, all right. The way they took out Bobby Lashley out of the chamber match, do you think that was a botch? Of course, we heard the story that he was injured for some time. I think but it was do you smart. Think the way they... I think it was smart. Okay. Yep. If All he's right. injured, he's injured. Uh, this... Get him out of there soon. Yeah, and I thought maybe... He... Hopefully, it's, it's going to set up a feud. Yeah, we'll see. It's going to set up for a feud for him. Um, did you watch BTE today? I didn't. There's, there's this one. Spe- okay. Um, I don't know if I should spoil this one. Maybe ahead, I should say this one what off air. Um, well, okay. Well, you're going to watch BTE. Adam Cole winning the BTE title. No more of, you want a taste. That sucks. Is that a botch? I'm not going to call it a botch, but that sucks. <laughs> no more, you want a taste. Yeah, that sucks. Okay. That's that's disappointing. Okay, I'm not sure if you've seen any Dan Housing YouTube promos for AW. If you have, um, are those botches? No, Dan. I love that Dan Housing. Okay. Even if he does charge me $20 for a picture. Fucking bum. <laughs> uh, the EC3 and Braun supposed a new promotion that's starting. Is that a botch? I don't know. I'd have to see it first. I think that... Okay. Braun Strowman we'll is, in the air is, for is now. not that credible, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, I don't want to kick down any promotion before it gets started. Okay. Um, WWE teasing Cody return. And what I mean by that is if you've seen them, they've been tweeting it like, uh, you know, 
them doing the Miz, of course. Like, I'm going to bring out a tag team partner that's dashing. Edge, you know, doing his little lyrics from his song. Do you think, is that a botch? That's fucking hilarious. I love that. They're just pissing people off, and I, I, I'm down with that. Okay. Uh, did you watch this last past uh, Dynamite? Uh, I think I've seen clips of it. I missed this one. This is when I was on vacation. Did you happen to see the MJF promo? I didn't, but I heard it was fucking awesome. Okay, we'll, we'll skip on that one. What now. happened? That one's what, kind what, of what, a controversy. Yeah, a lot of people kind of took it as a babyface sort of, sort of ordeal promo for him. Oh, I hope he doesn't fucking go babyface, dude. He's the greatest heel. It wasn't in the a baby. Business. It wasn't babyface. It was. Um, you just have to see it and see where you look at it. I thought it was phenomenal, but you can see it differently. Um, one that we talked about off air. BT, like they're teasing about Cody. They had um, they had people lining up to for EVP um, interviews, and the first one was Tony Giovanni. And he was just kissing up to the buck. Hey, I've known you guys for so long. I want the AVP spot. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I need to go back. I need to go back and watch the BTE. You, you need to watch BTE. That's great, dude. I love Tony Schiavone, man. Um. Okay. Bucks at WWE headquarters. That's hilarious too. I mean, <laughs> and they didn't do it just granted. They just happened to have the show in Connecticut. Yeah. So. Um. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of jotting any other ones. Okay. This is the last one I can think of. Um, Matt Hardy and them and the Bucks playing off the whole piss testing with Jeff Hardy. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that on BT. Yeah, I have. It's it's whatever. I mean, I I don't. It, it, some think some shots it, it did, are tasteless. It did make sense. Some some course, shots are funny. It did make sense this, though. This isn't like this isn't funny to me. I don't know. I I don't. Think oh, it, you I took it the other way. Yeah, I don't find it very okay. funny. I, I kind of took it the other way just because the way they kind of did it in a way they kind of planned it out. That was when... That's, that's um, because you're kind of a fucking mark. You know what? Put yourself back on the botch list. Ah, oh, man, you're a mark, not in, <laughs> not enjoying good comic. <laughs> you're a mar- you just proved that you're a mark for fucking AEW and everything they do is great. No, not everything. Not everything. That was a good one. You're just missing out, bud. You missing BTs of being a mark. I was fucking busy with there. work today. What am I, what am I supposed yeah. to do? I got time yeah, to watch you YouTube when I'm driving. I'm a fucking trucker. Yeah, I could have got up early. Got up early to watch BTE. That's that's some mark ass shit. That's what I'm. That's why you're on the botch list just for saying shit like that. Get up <laughs> early to watch BTE. BTE. That's on the list. Good that's lord. That's gonna be my personal one. You gotta watch BTE. I'll watch and it. That is all we have. Pace. That's it. That is all we got. All right. Save the list for next time. This has been the botch list with. Yours truly, Jesse Carter. Enjoy the rest of the show. It's pro wrestling's only fully functioning homicidal artist at Strexel. And you're watching or listening or doing something with the pro wrestling shoot. Big Bang! Shoot, get it? Yeah. This is classic Cody Chun, and you're listening to the pro wrestling shoot. Come on, man, pick up. Come on, man, pick up the fucking phone, bro. Yo, yo, what's up, Bob, bro? What's up? <laughs> man, just chilling, bro. Hey, so, look, I'm calling you, let you know, man, it's been a change of plans. 
Like, I know you, uh, I'm sure you heard by now about the fucking network. They fucking, uh, yeah, yeah, man, they canceled yeah. Trill Talk. <laughs> but, hey, it's all good, bro. Like, fuck the network. I don't need the fucking network. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Fuck I am. <laughs> all right, but look, so I'm going to fucking fund this shit myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got a good thing going. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just keep that shit going. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess I might have to come out of pocket and make it happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so uh, yeah. So, change of plans, man. It's not going to be at the um, at the stadium uh-huh. this week. It's, uh, I'll I tell you what. I'll send you the location. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I got something else I want to talk to you about, bro. Uh, uh-huh. Seeing that, you know, I have to, you know, come out of pocket for the show and everything. Like, I, bro, I'm I'm probably not gonna be able to pay you. But look, hold on, wait, yo, bye, bye. <laughs> oh, you bitch, nigga. Yo, it's been a while since we've done this, but I guess we're going to fucking get into it, man. Let's get into the dirt with James Bernard Jr., man. What the fuck you got for us today? Uh, Well, the word on the street, as everybody wants to know, is Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens. Um, What? What's up? (laughs) I'm just fucking with you, dude. Go ahead. Continue. I don't even know. I blanked for a fucking second. Anyways. <laughs> All right, man. Go ahead. Yeah, so everyone's been talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. And I know there's been people going on and off. Oh, it's happening. It's not happening. It's happening. And uh, I guess from your source, actually, this is from Jesse as well. He has confirmed it from, uh, I can't recall his name now. That saying name's that Billy Body. happen. Billy Body is yeah. the one that confirmed that it's he's gonna over, happen. He's, he's over in London or the <clears throat> UK or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, you know, I like Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I know you do too. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm still kind of iffy about it. Like, I mean, I'm excited for Austin, and I know a lot of people are because we have not seen him wrestle in years. Um. How are you taking all this? How do you feel about this possible match? I'm excited, dude. It's like, gonna happen. why the fuck is everybody like so hostile about it, man? Like, there is not a bigger star on this planet than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Why the fuck is nobody excited about this? I think it's just the whole thing of stars. Like, we don't have stars. You got to bring old timers. You know, that's like, because these motherfuckers that- don't know how to get over. Like. There is no stars in wrestling. They want to break kayfabe and do stupid shit all day and fucking put their hands in their pockets and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I, there, there, there's no real gimmicks, dude, that, that's worth being a star over. I mean, we have a, a couple potential stars in AEW and same with WWE, but fuck, I mean, bringing Goldberg is one thing. This is Stone Cold fucking Steve Austin we're talking about. Of course, it's it's a it's a big ass deal. It's it's his hometown. It's Texas. It's um I don't know. Like it makes sense, you know, and I know a lot of people it's like, "Oh, well, the, 
you know, Owens has the stunner and so does Austin. So that's going to be a thing they're drawing on. I think the storyline is crap, in my opinion. Like, I want a good, good storyline out of this. And it's just him, like, you know, like, oh, I don't like Texas. I don't like, I, yeah. I don't know. It just seems very dry. No, I get that. You know? I get but, that. Like, I was thinking about that, you know? Like, we just, I just told you off air, like, we're getting Edge versus AJ. You know, that's turning into a good storyline, you know? Like, WWE can produce good matches, but sometimes their storylines are just very, very vanilla, very dry, very, they're just not there for me. And I know people want to go off and say, well, the match was good. And I'm like, yeah, but I want both. You can't just give me a good match. And no Honestly, I think I now, nowadays all the storylines are dry. The only good storyline going on in wrestling right now to me, and this is fucking, this is a shoot, is fucking, is, is CM Punk and MJF. That's like the only good fucking storyline going on in professional wrestling right now. They're, oh, of course. I mean, of in, course. in MJF general, said, like... MJF is one of the top heroes in professional wrestling. Edge and AJ, I think that's going to go well. That just started tonight, and I'm excited for that. Um, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. You know, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, so he can... Honestly, he could surprise the hell out of me. They did that with Sting in AEW, so... And Austin, Austin and Owens, you know, first time ever working, of course. Let, let's see where it goes with this. Um, and I don't know how people are going to take this. Who do you think needs to win? I mean, I would think Austin's going to get the win. And I know people are going to be more of, oh, well, Owens signed up for this to lose. He should get a win over Austin. No. <laughs> no, Austin needs to win. I mean, Owens doesn't need that. I think Owens is already getting over just being in the ring with Austin and getting to be in a legitimate match with Stone Cold Steve Austin because this wasn't supposed to fucking happen, right? So I think that Owens is already is already winning, and he's already getting put over on this, regardless of if he loses. And besides, I'm assuming this is going to be a squash match. I don't know. Uh, I hope it's not though. Like a part of I don't. I don't believe it's going to be a squash. A part of me hopes that Stone Cold is fucking training right now, and getting in in ring shape, and he surprises the fuck out of everybody. That's 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 what I hope. Because I don't think that Stone Cold would think anything less. Like I think that Stone Cold wouldn't want to come out of retirement just to do something stupid. Like just to give a, a stunner and walk away. You would think that he would come out of retirement for something legit. Of course, it's uh. I mean, fuck. You know, they offered this took, guy four million dollars yeah. to go over to Saudi. Like, how many times? And he's turned it down. So, I mean, this has got to be something big for him. Of course, I mean, and I, I don't know. Maybe it was a deal he talked about and said, you know, if I'm gonna go and wrestle Owens, I gotta go over. I don't know if that's the case. I don't think he cares. Practically, it's gonna be a standing ovation for him. Well, him and Owens for are actually returning. pretty good friends in real life, so I don't think that he gives a fuck about beating Owens. I think that it just makes sense for him to beat Owens. I mean, yeah, no, it, uh, it's obvious sense that he should beat Owens. I mean, do you want to draw more more heat on Owens and have him beat Austin? I don't know. No. I, I'm I'm positive. I mean, would it hurt? Would it hurt Austin anyways if he won? If he lost the match to Owens? Would it hurt him dramatically? I mean, mm, no, I not necessarily. It wouldn't, but I don't think that that's the way that they should do it. I think that Austin should go over in this match. 
Nobody wants so, to fucking see Kevin Owens beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. Let's just put it out there. If you're a fucking Stone Cold fan and you're going to WrestleMania and you're paying to see Stone Cold Steve Austin, regardless of if he's not in the main event or not, um, you're paying to fucking see Stone Cold Steve Austin hit that stunner and get that three count. It would be fucking stupid for them to have Kevin Owens win that shit. Yeah, we'll have to see. I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm 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 like I'm fifty. What what is like, Kevin Owens like gain over beating Austin? Tell me that. And what does yeah, he lose I mean, by losing? No, of course he'll get props. Though I don't know. I don't know. I know you have said multiple times like, oh, they're not utilizing very well. So you know, I'm yeah, kinda, I'm dude. I'm the biggest like fucking Kevin Owens advocate. Like I, he's my he's my dude. Like <laughs> I fucking love Kevin Owens, but he gets since, nothing since out of said, winning this. He gets nothing. You know. Who knows? I mean, since you said it to me off, you know, since there's going to be, you know, supposedly there's going to be still two, you know, two world titles. Supposedly that's the talk. Why not build them up to that other title? Talk about it, you know, have him get a big win. I don't know. I can't. So I mean, supposedly, Dave, yeah, yeah, so what you're referring to is fucking dumbass Dave Meltzer saying that the two titles that are being unified are not really going to be unified and there's still going to be an extra title on one of the shows. This is all fucking rumor and innuendo. Like there's no fact to any of this and you fucking have to take Dave Meltzer's word with a grain of fucking salt at this point. You know what I mean? Of course. There are so many more out there. Like Dave Meltzer is so fucking like biased that I, I don't believe a fucking word he says when it comes to WWE. No, but I do believe Fox and, and fucking USA are very, very strong about this, saying we're not doing this, and I don't think Vince is going to pull the plug on these companies. Okay, well, let, let me let me tell you, let me ask you this then. Um, what does it fucking matter if we have one champion that goes on both shows? Tell Look, me that. What, be, per- no, no, no. I'm just answer an, answer that. that. What What does it matter? What does it matter? As long as the fucking belt is on your show, what the fuck is the problem? I think they want to see two different ones. That's the thing. I don't think they want a champion going back and forth. I don't think they want to go into that aspect. I don't know if they had problems with that back then. And they pulled, because how long was the title long? How long was the title there? And then they eventually pulled the plug and said, we're doing two belts. Eventually, at one point, they had a World Heavyweight title and a WWE title. They eventually pulled the plug. Yeah, they did that when their fucking roster grew. Right now, they don't have a fucking roster. Their roster is not that big. They could run one title and be safe. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not opposed to it. I want one world title, and that's it. I want them to drop the titles. But Vince is going to listen to those guys. I can clearly, I can tell that he's going to listen to him. He is not going to drop Fox. USA, I don't think he's going to drop. Unless he, the only way he would drop USA if he really wants to go back to Spike. That's the only way, and if Spike isn't really a piece of shit about it, like they were back then. But... I don't know. I don't know. At some gonna, if, at some if, point, if, you got to start listening to the fucking fans and and do and do what's right for your fucking audience before you don't have an audience anymore. One million views on Raw is fucking terrible. That is, te- dude. They had more. They had more fucking views on Monday Night Raw shortly after the the Golden Era when they were fucking losing to Nitro every fucking week. Like they yeah, had easily. more views then. Yeah, and that's that's not the that's same saying anymore, a lot. You know, it's oh yeah, of course. I mean, they're drawing more viewers on Fox because that's a bigger white space compared to USA Network. Um, I, I don't know. If, there, if that rumor, I mean, I know it's Dave Meltzer, of course. You got to take everything he says 
you know, with a grain of salt. Like, it's not, unless you hear from a different source besides Dave, because, of course, he's been known being very biased with AEW, his match ratings, whatever. I don't know. If it's true, like I said, I don't know. how. Who else you going to, or, well, for Owens, I don't know. who. Uh, I, I would not mind if he beat Austin. I would not be sitting there and be pissed off about, oh, I want, you know, Owens just beat Austin. I would not be pissed off about it, to be. Honest. Well, That's maybe you inclusion. won't, but I guarantee you about fucking 30,000 fans or 40,000 fans in oh, that they might stadium be pissed, are going to be But pissed. that's drawing heat. That is drawing heat towards Owens. That's a big ass How? Deal. Like, what kind of heat is that? Think about it. Think about it. A lot of people were pissed off when Taker lost to Lesnar. A lot of people were pissed off on it, and it made him just a bigger star. A lot of people were pissed off about it. That was a different situation, though. That streak had to come to an end at fucking some point. Yeah, this is oh, Stone yeah, Cold but, Steve but, Austin coming out of retirement since fucking two thousand and what three? I don't know. I let's see. We'll just have to see what happens. I don't know how Owens is gonna. I don't, I'm I'm pretty sure he. Of course, he's gonna be honored to wrestle him. Austin's gonna have the four on him. Let's see what happens. I'm pretty sure it's gonna go Austin's way. Like I said, I wouldn't mind either one. That's my preference. <laughs> I would be. I just hope that Austin one. comes in good ring shape, and he doesn't just like he's not just taking the paycheck and saying "fuck it," you know what I mean? I'll I'll do it finally. I I, I hope that he's taking it serious. Which, you know, if fans know Stone Cold like they they've known him for years, I, I don't see him not taking this serious. I feel like he's getting ready right now. And I I just feel like we're going to get an actual match out of Stone Cold Steve Austin. If it's not going to be a squash we're, we're match, gonna he's still going to be looking good in this match. Of course, we're not going to get the Undertaker Cena treatment like we did at WrestleManias ago. Um, do I think he took it for a paycheck? I think it's more than the paycheck, but you never know. It was the same for Sean. He never wanted to wrestle again, and then he took Saudi Arabian money. Everybody's so, sitting there talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin's health. And Steve Austin has said that he's more healthy now than he's been in his entire life. Like his fucking body, his body is cleared to wrestle. He he's he's perfectly fine. His neck is fine. He does he doesn't suffer from any neck issues or nothing like that. Um, so I don't know why people keep bringing up his health. Like, dude, <laughs> he retired because he wanted to retire. The doctor did not tell him that he has to retire. Everybody needs to get that through their fucking head. Like he wasn't forced into retirement he did that he wanted to be be done yeah he knew after that like hey i'm done he knew exactly like hey i'm finished i'm calling it you know that was his choice it wasn't a doctor's choice yes he got told like hey you know your neck might not last that much longer but it was his personal choice of hey this is my way of like i, I need to go i can't do this much longer so yeah. i mean just me I'm i'm excited for it don't get me wrong I mean, and plus Kevin Owens is a perfect opponent for it. I just wish the storyline was so much better than this, you know, cheap I, of, I agree, oh, I I agree on all that storyline shit. I, you know, it is what it is, but we still have what, I don't know, it, it added up probably around 20 plus hours or so of television. So just give it some time. But um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I do think that it was on sh- short notice maybe we should have started building this before elimination chamber or something like that but um i think honestly that they just barely locked in stone cold steve austin not like you know this was a last minute thing so i i really hope that stone cold has been staying in ring shape all this time but 
something tells me that he's just been hunting and fishing, and now he's only got like a month. To, he only had like a month to get ready for this match, and if that's the case, course, then I, we may not get the same Stone Cold Steve Austin. We who knows? I don't know. It's, it's who knows? Just we'll have to see. And I know Kevin's been working with Seth, and I know that's been kind of a a heel team. So I, I I'll be honest, just keep it strictly one on one. To my it's to gonna, my favorite, it's going to be one on one. Well, yeah, but like a little interference from probably Seth because they don't know what the hell to do with him either. And he's been working with Kevin. Well, then we also hear that Vince McMahon might possibly be stepping into the ring. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I always get excited to see Vince, you know. I mean, he's 76, for God's sakes, and he's going and he's possibly going to be on a storyline with uh, obviously SmackDown announcers uh, Pat McAfee. Um, and it's possibly McAfee. Um, and it's going to lead up for WrestleMania 38. He's supposed to show up on his show. And I guess that's going to, that's how it's going to start. Just like when him and Adam Cole went at it. Um, are you excited to see Vince? Uh, depends. I don't want to see anybody fucking die in the ring. I'm just not an advocate of that. Like, no, I, I don't. No, Vince is, you know, and Vince hasn't wrestled since 2012, so it's been 10 years. I have a hard time believing, so I, I can believe Stone Cold coming back. I really can. I have a hard time believing that Vince McMahon is getting in the ring to do anything. I have a feeling that they're going to tease you for something like that, but I don't think that it's going to end up like that. I don't think that we're actually going to get Vince McMahon in a match, but we'll see. You know, to be honest, since they announced we'll this, um, um, it's, it's, it's like a random storyline. I mean, I think he's gonna not. He's not gonna fight. It's gonna be uh, Austin Theory probably taking his place since Vince has been very high up on him, and we're gonna get that. I've actually read that. I've actually read that. But once so, again, I it probably came from a fucking observer, so I don't. I don't. I don't believe that shit. Like, <laughs> I just don't. Just like, uh, or I, maybe this is him throwing the shade at you know Shane. Like, hey, you're not doing over. I'm gonna go in the ring and I'm gonna show you how to do it, son. You can't just be calling the shots. I'm Vince McMahon. Yeah, you it's know, just you, like uh, Billy Billy that. Body. Like I feel like Billy Body. Everything that he says is 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 more accurate to what happens, and he has more ends in WWE than I feel like a Dave Meltzer does. Because if you notice, Dave Meltzer's fucking articles change all the time. Oh, they changed their mind on this. Oh, they changed their mind on that. He just fucking has to say they changed their mind instead of calling himself full of shit. Is basically what it has to happen. Um, I don't think that most of the time these guys do change their mind. I think that Dave Meltzer is getting fed some wrong reports, but Billy Body has also reported that Cody Rhodes is for sure fucking signed with WWE. He is coming in, and he is going to uh, fight at WrestleMania. And he, there, there's a lot of shit going into this, man. There, obviously, Cody was offered a big, big money deal, some something around three million a year, or some stupid shit. <laughs> Also, once again, is is as accurate as Billy Body is on some of his dirt doesn't mean it's fucking true. So just take that with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this is just it, what is it, being reported. Crazy. It's not fact. Yeah, it's crazy. No, no, there's no facts. Everyone's gonna be in the same justification of when it happens in the ring, I'll believe it. And I'm the same way. Do I think Cody's going over there? I know people keep going back and forth. Oh, he is. I'll know what to work. I don't know what to believe. I mean, the Bucks keep making fun of it. Kenny and them keep, you know, keep talking about it in interviews that it's happening, that he's not going over there. Oh, we spoiled his turn, that he was going to show up at Elimination Chamber. I don't know. I know Dodie with the little, you know, Twitter teases of, you know, 
uh, what did I say, a shining, dashing star, and they bring Logan Paul. They're definitely trolling. That's for sure. Who knows? I think they're playing around with it, you know, or something that, you know, it could be crazy enough they're working together and they just want to play the fans. Who's working together? Possibly, you know, just WWE and AEW just doing this little, you know, back and forth. Maybe they're just taking hits at each other like, oh, yeah, we have them. But I don't know. I doubt it, dude. I don't ever see I, AEW I working know. with WWE. But I, I will tell you this. Um, I, I almost fucking for sure believe that Cody is going to WWE, and I'll tell you why. Like I said before, AEW would be a bunch of fucking idiots if they if they really let this storyline play out and, and, and it be a work for the sheer fact that they are basically driving people to go and watch WWE product just so they can see if Cody Rhodes shows up. That is a terrible fucking rating strategy. I, I don't, I don't. I've heard I people, I've so. heard people call this like the, the ratings wor- have been shit. Like the ratings have been wor- horrible. I haven't, really they haven't, they haven't been increased. more horrible than AEW. So what are you talking about? What, what's going on here? What are we talking they about? They haven't really increased as much. They really, they, but really they haven't, haven't decreased I, up and down. They haven't decreased. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen AEW's numbers go up. They were like in the one mils, I think for the past three, four weeks. Congratulations! So, uh, After three years, we finally made it to one million I, I look, fucking fans. I still fans. don't see him. I still don't see him going over there. Well, I get we have Revolution. I mean, there was that other rumor that you actually saw that he might show up after Revolution. We'll just have to see. And the last rumor I heard was they asked him what he's doing. He's at a stay-at-home dad right now. And so Brandy's let, not let me really, ask you she's this: not going him. Let me ask you this: Are you are you just are you just not wanting to believe this? Because you don't want to see him. I'll believe it until he's in no, 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 let, let me. Let, if it, 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 are you just not wanting to believe this because you don't want to see him in WWE? To be honest, I mean, it depends how it depends how they. I don't know. It depends how they book him. I, okay. I know he's a smart guy. I know he had his talk with Vince. He's not going to go over there like a lot of people are saying that he's going to go over there. And I just don't there. understand. Like I he's don't like I don't understand that. AEW fans throwing a fucking fit about him going over to WWE and them not wanting him over there. But yet when he was over here in AEW, all you did was fucking boo him and say, I'm sick of seeing Cody and all this other shit. Like, that's what I'm talking about with these fucking mark-ass, stupid fucking AEW fans sometimes. Like, these guys have fucking issues with wrestling, dude, and they're never satisfied. Never. Cody was always fucking good. Always. And he was the backbone of fucking AEW. But yet we threw him away and said that he wasn't fucking putting people over, which I is a fucking mind blow to me as well. Like all we've seen was Cody fucking lose and lose and lose. And then yet it was like, well, why does he have to be in the match though? Like, what do you want him to do? Like, he can't be in the match. He can't win a match. He can't win the title. So it's like, what what can this guy do? I think I think it's just like I like I've told you. Was he just like he has to be the spotlight? Like you don't like you didn't see that as much. Like I know the Bucks were doing that somewhat, but they didn't. I don't know. I think the thing that just drew people wrong was when he said, "I'm not, I'm not going to go for the world title." And people were like, you know, that's kind of just weak. Like, oh, I'm just not going to challenge for the title. I know he did a match for it, and that's it. Then I know the rumors came out. Oh, I'm a free agent. He had to address the fans. Blah blah blah. I don't know. And then he has his TV show. Like, you don't see that with the Bucks, like, doing their... Sh- they don't have, like, a reality show. You don't see that with Candy. I don't know. Do I believe there was problems backstage where he was just like, you know, I don't really have a say? Maybe they just well, got dude, tired of Well, dude, Kenny and the Young Bucks, I, I mean, uh, as much as I love them, they don't look like a star like Cody does. Look at the way Cody presents himself, dude. 
he looks like a fucking star. And I his would, last name is Rhodes. He's the only one that has wrestling royalty in his fucking name in that company. Or did, anyway. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Does he go up there? I mean, if he does, let's just hope they... I'm pretty sure he's a smart guy. He knows what he's doing. And Dude, if he signed a contract with WWE, I guarantee he's getting booked good. I, I have a hard time believing that this motherfucker jumped over to WWE and took a shitty contract with shitty creative. I I highly... The, Cody the, is a smart is, guy. It's just... It just let, let's see how it is. I just don't know. It depends on Vince. That's the really element there. Would Vince allow the star to have more... Like, have creative it? So when Cody Rhodes shows up at WrestleMania, are you going to be mad? I'll be shocked. I'll be... I'll be all right, I believe it. <laughs> Why would you be shocked? Like they fucking straight up sh- said in because every I just, I don't, in every news I don't believe- in every news outlet that no, he's going to WWE, si- and you're going to be no, shocked. Not every single one. No, not every single one. Even the one you brought up some so, days ago that said that he's not going over there. That's fucking hilarious to me, dude. Because like, so Adam Cole and fucking Brian Danielson. Even though every news reporter said they're on their way to AEW, they're on their way to AEW. When they showed up, you weren't shocked because you knew it. But if Cody goes to WWE, you're shocked. I I don't know. It's just like all the treatment, all the because he the, just the number of things he said about WWE. I just can't see Vince accepting that. I don't know. Vince is kind of dude. Vince is smart. Vince didn't make. I know it's Vince didn't make one billion dollars last year in his company for no reason. Of course. Well, of course, it's well. Of course, he had a lot of things: TV deals, Saudi Arabian money, stocks. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I and mean, who are you gonna have face Cody? That's the question. Or are you just gonna have him appear? Roman Reigns. I can't see him facing Roman. Why? I can't see. Why that. not? Unless, unless the rumor. Well, who do you have facing? Since that rumor is that he might face, you can see Cody versus Rock. Wardlow, or you can see Court, Cody versus fucking Lance Archer, or any of those other big guys. But you can't see him versus Roman. I think the money maker is still going to be Brock. Cody versus Brock. Could you believe Remember, Cody you, beaten Brock? Th- think about it. Think about it. Have you listened to the promo of uh, Heyman saying that Brock, you got to go through one more roadblock? Supposedly, it's going to be they're they're. Aiming that it's going to be Cody. I don't know who the hell they f- have fighting. I didn't even hear I that promo. Think... That's interesting. I'm going to have to go so back and watch that. Promo, there's a promo. There's a promo of uh, last Raw. Not this past Raw, but uh, the following Raw before. Not today. Um, And Heyman came Fucking out. Fucking wrestling and said fans that, are detectives nowadays, man. I swear. And and he came out and said, um, Heyman came out and said that, Brock, you're not getting this unification match you have to go through a roadblock on this certain date i can't remember like march march something and people once he said roadblock that just happened to aim towards cody do i think it's gonna be cody no hmm. no i think vince i think vince is 100 percent. it's i know what you said earlier but i think they're just gonna do it's gotta be brock and roman i i think they're just gonna leave that alone Oh, for Mania? No. Dude, I don't think I, Cody Rhodes is, is going to be scheduled in a match at Mania at all. I think Cody Rhodes is going to interfere and show up. There's only there's only one person that doesn't have a match, and that was Seth. That's the only person that people have speculated that he might Well, it, it wouldn't one. even make sense to like just randomly say, oh, hey, Cody's in the company, and now we're going to have him versus Seth at WrestleMania. That wouldn't make sense. You would have him come in and you, shock you never the world. Know. You, you never know. Vince is kind of... 
there's stupid bookings that Vince does. We never respect either he does something good or he does bad. We don't know. I don't know, man. He's this ruined. Is, I don't. Remember, I don't think. I ruined, don't think they, they've had a, he's a given single stars. terrible mania. Remember, uh, there's been there's been some terrible manias in the past. Terrible manias. The last one I thought was awful. The last. Oh, there's been terrible manias. I didn't think the last I thought, year. I, I don't think so. it was terrible. I, I I would I would never call a WrestleMania terrible. I think that like there's been weaker WrestleManias compared to others, but I wouldn't call it terrible. They're all still fucking good shows. I just I don't know. Give me I don't know. I, I just don't know. Let's see what direction they put it. Do I see Cody versus Roman? I don't know. We got to see how that goes. Yeah. We'll we'll have to wait and we see. We just got to We just I mean, who's the bigger star? I mean, uh, Brock or Cody? I think they're just I don't even know what Brock's plan is. Well, Brock Brock is, is Brock is the bigger star. I'm not going to say I love Cody Rhodes, but he's not a bigger star than Cody uh than Brock Lesnar. Sorry. There's no fucking way. He doesn't sell as much merch. There there's no. He's he's just not. He's not a bigger star than Roman either. No. So I guess we'll just have But to I think that that would make the most that. sense against against Roman Reigns. I mean do you have him come in here and face an uh, face an undercard person? Because I wouldn't. I don't know. Depends. Well, we'll have to wait. Don't and be see, surprised. Man. Don't be surprised on the comments if he comes in and he gets a world title shot right off the bat. A lot of people are just gonna shit on that, saying, "What the fuck is this?" He's just getting the Brock treatment. Hey, you know what? Treatment. Let let the people shit on it because the people are gonna shit on everything anyway. Fuck these wrestling fans. <laughs> like, watch the show, don't watch the show. That's what it comes down to, man. You know what I mean? If you don't like WWE and you're going to shit on WWE every single chance you get, don't fucking watch we the have show. To see. I mean, the last Don't subscribe last to Peacock. Saw... Don't watch WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Like, and they're going to watch it. They're going to watch it. I mean, I'm trying to think. When Cody was in WWE, did he ever face for a world title? I'm just trying to think if he ever has faced for a world no. I mean, for a casual fan, I think they're going to take it. Oh, we can't see that happening. I I just think for their casual fans, I don't think that. I, don't I think even casual fans, they know who the fuck Cody Rhodes is. Depends. I don't know. Depends who you're talking to. Cody Rhodes was all over every fucking news channel when it came to uh, professional wrestling. Like, they know who he is. I guarantee it. It's it's not oh, like yeah. it's not they like just, throwing some of these indie it. guys that AEW at picks up. You know what I mean? Like they'll just look at it. I don't know. I think fans. Are, I don't know. For for casuals, I think they're gonna look like, oh, this guy's like challenged for the world title. Like he was a mid carder when we saw him. Like dude, when AJ Styles yeah, fucking appeared at the Royal Rumble, he he got the biggest pop. AJ Styles had never been in WWE before in his life. You know what I mean? And he was on fucking the Indies, ROH, fucking Impact. New Japan Pro, and and fans still knew about him. Why did they know about him? Because they fucking hear shit. Like, they hear, like, even the casual fans know about people that are fucking leaving a mark in the wrestling business. They know. We'll just have to see where this Cody thing turns. It's interesting. It's been the buzz, and it's going to be the buzz till. I, I think it's real. I think it's really interesting, and a lot of people are, are playing it off that it's not interesting, or they're surprised that it's that interesting. Dude, I've said it from day one. Cody's a fucking star. And now he's going to get his chance to shine in WWE. And I think it's going to be great. Like, I, I, I'm I'm excited for it. I feel like WWE needs somebody like Cody Rhodes. 
especially with this fucking lackluster roster that they got going on. Um, I, I think they need it. I think WWE needs it really bad. And I think that of with course. him coming in and shocking people, as you would say, um, to me, I'm not going to be shocked. Like, I'm going to be excited, but I won't be shocked because I, I believe he <laughs> for sure is going, dude. I don't, I've said this from day one. Like, I don't think it's a work. I mean, we haven't really seen an AEW star jump from AEW back to WWE. We have not seen that yet so far. No. So, no. This so. will be the first one. This will be the first one. And I don't know. To me, AEW, I think they'll be perfectly fine the way they're going. Well, yeah. I mean, they got a fucking million people on their roster, so missing one person isn't going to hurt. So, who knows? Who knows? We don't know how the politics are. We don't know if he's in the wrong. We don't know if they're in the wrong. It's, it's like you said, it's all speculations. We'll just have to see what happens, you know? It's a good thing for wrestling. I think don't that Cody wrong. went into... It's getting a- his name out there more. I think that Cody went into AEW to put in a vision... And he's seen that it wasn't going his way. I feel like Kenny Omega probably had a vision. The Young Bucks had a vision. And fucking Cody Rhodes had a vision. And the Young Bucks' uh, vision you know, and Cody and Kenny Omega's vision wasn't aligning with Cody Rhodes's. So he fucking bounced. Yeah, it's all over the place. I mean, when you got the Bucks making fun of the whole Cody thing and Kenny. I don't know. And then Tony Schiavone's on this too. And I, I don't know. It, it's crazy where this going. Yeah. Because I... I you know, it would be spe- it would be suspect if they didn't even mention any of this at all. So, who knows? We'll just have to see where this goes. Yeah. All right, man. That's been the dirt with James Bernard Jr. Enjoy the rest of the show. How's it going, guys? This is Jaden the Unbelievable, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition. Yo, how real, Larry? Real talk. I can't believe you're real. Oh, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. How you doing? I'm doing great. What's going on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. All right, let's get uh, uh, give me, Give me one second. Sure, sure. All right. Fuck out of here, man. What the fuck? Hey, hey, where are you doing? What are you doing? Where are you going? No, I'm getting the fuck out of here. No, you can't get out of here. I'm looking like I'm doing. You can't get out of here. We got people. Oh, shit, man. What was this? You to promote the fucking show? I promote the show. You, you, man, you, you shit, give me a, 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 a picture of notice. Person in the goddamn this was short notice, you man. Know the fuck I am. I'm you got to be fucking true. It doesn't matter. You, you got to get back out there. I'm, I'm, I'm you just a fucking You got to get back out there. Full of fucking people, man. You got to get back out there. What the fuck is this? I'm not Come on. going back out there. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get back out there, man. Come on, you, you, you pay for this, guy. You pay for this. Man. Yo. Uh, hey, yo, this last call from the Lock This Bitch Up. What's up, man? Welcome to another edition of Trill Talk. Uh, it's kind of awkward a little bit because, uh,. I only got one fucking fan in the crowd today. Oh, what's up? How you doing, man? <laughs> uh, well, shit. I mean, your boy Trill. I mean, he's he's about his fans, man. So you were promised a show, man. Shit. I guess I'm, I'm gonna give it to you. All right. Well. I came out here tonight, and I had some shit to say, but I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm completely fucking 
thrown out. <laughs> I'm fucking thrown out like, wow. <sighs> yeah. Well, uh, all right. So, first things first, man. I want to talk about some shit that happened to me the other night. See, I had this fucking huge party. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I had some people come up to me. And, you know, they were fans. And, you know, they say, Trill, you know, why don't you you watch AEW? And I said, because, man, like... AEW's fucking trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I said the same shit that I've been saying about AEW for a while now. You know what I'm saying? AEW is just the most overhyped and, and it's become overly saturated <laughs> with, with people from WWE. You know, they come in and, and then it's like they, they, they leave WWE because they're like, oh, oh, Vince McMahon, you know, he, he won't let me do what I want to do. So I'm going to leave. Like, how how much of a bitch do you have to be? I mean, like, you, bro, you're, you're traveling all over the world. You're getting paid handsomely. You're on TV every week. But you're crying about not getting to do what you want to do creatively. Yeah, man, fuck guys. So I'm gonna leave, and then you go to AEW, and then like you, it's, it's more the same. Like, <laughs> like look at Andrade. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it, man. So, uh, wow. Uh, I just can't believe it's only one person in the crowd. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming out, man. I, uh... I appreciate you. What? Man, I already told your monkey ass I'm finna close this bitch. Go on, man. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> really? Really? Okay. Okay, I got something for you. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. I try to be humble. I try to come in here and put on a fucking show. And you gonna rush me off stage? No, fuck this shit, and fuck this raggedy ass bar. Fuck this shit. And you, sir, you, sir, I said I appreciate you coming out, but fuck you too. Man, fuck this shit, man. I'm out of here, man. Fuck this shit. And you know what? That ain't it. Fuck this shit, man. And you know what? Fuck Trill Talk. I ain't putting up no more of my money on this fucking show. You know what? The fucking network wants to leave me, wants to abandon me. Everybody wants to walk out. Fine. I'm walking out too. As of this motherfucking moment, your boy Trill is out. I don't need this shit, man. I'll go back to my old job. Fuck this shit. V. Pro Wrestling Shoot listeners, it is I, Conrad Cushman from Everything Pro Wrestling, here to let you know that Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans for the fans. And you guys can catch us on YouTube where we record all of our podcast episodes live, where we get fan interaction, 
fan feedback, and get your thoughts on everything happening in the pro wrestling world. So do us a favor. Join us on Wednesdays after AEW Dynamite at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us in the live stream. Come on in and leave your thoughts about AEW Dynamite. We also do pay-per-view reviews for all of your favorite companies, whether it's WWE, NXT, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor. Sometimes we even pop up with a local indie review. Just make sure you're subscribed to Everything Pro Wrestling on YouTube. And if you want to listen to us on the go and you want to just listen to the audio versions, we are also featured on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, let's get back to listening to Jesse and the Pro Wrestling Shoot. What if? So today we're going to be talking about what if Luna started the women's revolution james were you a big fan of luna you know it's crazy enough i didn't watch luna back then so like i told you the multiple times as everybody knows i didn't get to see her actually wow you never watched any old school highlights from her i've watched a few highlights but obviously not you know i wasn't watching wrestling back in like 90s sadly i didn't get into it as much until the 2000s okay well but you have seen highlights. I have seen highlights. Okay. You watched the dark side of the ring? Yes, and that was, uh, yeah, like I said, very dark. Yeah, yeah. Very, very. It was good, though. It was good at the same time. Of course, very detailed. Rest in peace, her soul. Um, so today we're going we're gonna to book this a little bit different. I know I've been, like, full-on fantasy booking this, but instead I'm going to give you a quick little fantasy book, and then we're going to talk around it. So, obviously, when Luna came in and she was running around with uh, Gold Dust in the Attitude Era. Yes. She was running around. She did a a little stint back in, like, I don't know what that fucking era is called. Not the the Golden Era, but the... The one after? The one right after, yeah. Um, Um... Why, why is it blanking? Yeah, I, I don't know what that air is called, but she was running around with uh, HBK there for a little while. It was a short stint right after Sherry. And um, anyway, she came in, and when they started really showcasing women's wrestling was when Sable came along, right? Sable came, they had Sable, they had Jacqueline, they had, you know, Molly Holly. Um, a few people ended up coming into the mix right after that. But mainly it was it was about Sable, and they basically just gave Sable people to powerbomb, right? Sable was a shitty wrestler. I don't know if you know her background, but she she was terrible. Brock, don't be listening. Yeah, no, she was she was terrible. I don't care if Brock listens. Uh, she was fucking terrible. <laughs> she was trash. Anyway, um, she was basically just eye candy that came in, and Vince McMahon told everybody to not hurt Sable. That was their golden ticket. That was their uh, sex appeal at the time for WWE. Well, um, Luna was in several matches with with Sable and had pitched ideas of what, you know, because Luna was actually an in-ring technician. She was really good at what she did. Character-wise, everything. Like, she, that Luna character carried on from back in old WCW days and, um, she had the whole package yeah, for the women. Yeah, it, it was incredible. Something that happened with, uh, what, what's his name, uh, Kevin Sullivan. Took a hit to the head, and then all of a sudden she started talking like that, right? And she carried that on, and then it, it evolved, and it evolved, and it evolved until you, what you've seen as Luna in the Attitude Era. So um, 
Luna is very old school, man. Like it's it, and she she kept that kayfabe going and carried that on. But she wanted to have regular wrestling matches. She wanted to she wanted to change the face of women's wrestling. Of course, because it was not respected as much compared to nowadays. It was a different aspect Cor- instead of like. You know, with like you said, the eye candy that was Vince's thing. Like, hey, sex appeal was the thing to get fans watching women's wrestling or correct whatever segments. And Sable wasn't even properly trained. If you if you go back and watch a Sable match, there was nothing impressive about her. She did one power bomb that was like her main move. But if you watch her throughout the ring, she she or throughout her match, it, it's not good. <laughs> it's very hard to watch. And uh, but but she had pops right because she looked good. And that's what was going on. Well, she had a match with Sable for the women's title at one point, and Vince McMahon said that if you if you if you hurt her you, or if you touch her or make her look bad in any way, you're fired. And you can see her say that on the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Well, today we're gonna book that being the complete opposite. Luna's gonna get her way, and she's gonna actually showcase women's wrestling to the full potential. In 1997. Against Sable. And she's going to win the women's title. She's going to go on to to bring up more women's wrestlers. And and ditch the sex appeal. The the bra and panties matches are out the window. Early in 1998. Okay. We got people coming in like Trish Stratus. Lita. Eventually we're going to see Tori Wilson. Stacy Keebler, all these women are going to come in and revolutionize women's wrestling. And it all starts with Luna. What do you think about that idea? Can you see these women upping their game and doing some of the stuff that we see women doing today? I could see that. I mean, I know they didn't have the technology. I know they did not have, you know, the trainers as much as they do now, a PC. Um, I mean, guarantee, like, I'm pretty sure half of those women back in the 90s and upcoming wanted it to be a rev- wrestling revolution type of deal, not just being there as eye candy. You know, what I got into it, like I said, in 2000, that's all it was. You saw Braun Panty matches. You had Diva Search Contest. You had, you didn't have, like, wrestling matches. You had one women's title, and it was showcased just on Raw. Like, that's how terrible the women's division is. And Luna, like you said, just had that element and package of everything. She had the look. She had the figure. She had the strength in the ring. The gimmick, we'll never see a gimmick like that in women's wrestling ever again. She was, you know, you know, one and only. That we'll never see ever again. And, uh, yeah, no, I do agree with that. Like, Sam many, was well, many women have tried, known- have tried to replicate it, but never duplicated. Of course. You know, you got you know We've you got never... Sue Young, you got uh, Abaddon. All this stuff started with Luna, man. Oh yeah, she was she. Was, you know, you look at her as like the pitch. Like, hey, I got my idea from Luna because she had the look, she had the hair, she she had she was the whole package, just all in one ball. And Vince's thing is just nope. I'm sorry, the beauty is the thing to go to. That's what fans love. You're gonna be scaring people with your gimmick. So this is a nice take, and you go right off the bat and have her win the title from Sable and just say, hell with Vince, we're the bookies, and we believe it's going to go this way. So, 
I think that mm-hmm. I think that it would have got a pop, man. And I think that uh, Luna was very underrated. And I've always loved Luna, man. I remember watching Luna as a kid, and she was she was terrifying. Which, and, um, sorry to interrupt no, you. Ahead. Yeah, so I do have the match listing here. So if you want to start from there, she faced Sable in uh, Royal Rumble '99, and that's when she uh, Sable defended the title and won. Oh, was that when it was? I thought it was '97. That. Uh, 97. Well, let's see. I see here it was a strap match, but I, uh, it says strap match for a WWF women's title. Against uh, Luna, right? She... Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. Won. So she did have a match with her in 97. It was a strap match, yeah. Yeah, and, and Sable won. Yes. So I do Pack. believe Sable came victorious in all of those. Uh, let me see. I seen her name. Let's see. Uh, Unforgiven 98, Luna beat Sable in an evening gown match, which, uh, let's see, she they had a draw on a Raw okay, in 98. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about, though. Uh, when, it, when it came to, like, wrestling, though, they always had Luna job out for Sable to make her look like the top star. That's what I'm saying. It, it's crazy. It's crazy because she does not have that many matches here. It's no. crazy. She only has, um, let's see. This is like everything, WWF and other stuff. 64 matches on this. Only 64 matches. Yeah, she's she's had she's had more than 64 matches in her career, but um like I see a couple AWAs, UWF and then her that, So the AWA and the U and the UWF, the AWA is when the Luna gimmick was born, I do believe. And um she then transferred to UWF and then went to WWF. And yeah, she went, yes, AWA to UWF and then WWF. And then there is a USWA here. And then her first appearance on WWF television was, uh, let's see. Probably back in 94, 95. Um, there was that one she tagged with Bam Bam at WrestleMania. I think that Which, was what year was that? Uh, 94. Yeah, ninety four. That's that. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. She all the she, other ones are TV tapings. Yep, yep. So, didn't she run? Her, I thought she ran around with Shawn Michaels for a short stint. Yeah, she did. I saw a photo around. Okay. Uh, yeah, she also faced Alundra Brace, but she lost, and that was at a TV taping. Yeah. So Vince never really put his faith into Luna, and he didn't believe in women's wrestling. That was his thing, man. Women's wrestling wasn't a thing. Um, they weren't attractions to him except for their bodies, and that's what he turned Sable into, right? He wanted he wanted to give the fans a part of wrestling, but also have it sexy at the same time, so to speak. She and, was also in ECW for a short stint, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, so, yeah, dude. Which, Luna, I don't know Luna how you was don't great, see man. wrestling. Yeah, go back, go how... back and watch some old um, UWF matches with her. And go back and watch uh, an old AWA match with her, and you will you will enjoy it, dude. She was so ahead of her time. Yeah, she's she's phenomenal. And then event, yeah, she will obviously went for, and I don't know when they changed it, but when she went from Luna, from her last name, and then just dropped it and just went Luna. Um, I believe that if she would have gotten what she wanted out of professional wrestling, and that the women's revolution was started, I believe that Luna would have held on to a healthier lifestyle 
outside of the ring. Easily. Oh, yeah. Easily. And she would have been Very more easily. happy because she would have fulfilled her dream. I believe that WWE prevented that dream from happening. So that's why we're talking about what if she started the women's revolution. She, We could have started this years ago. Like they, they, everybody thinks that like people like the the Bella Twins started this shit, or you know Sasha Banks and 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 Charlotte and all them. They're phenomenal, I and mean, I'm not taking anything away from their their ability in the ring. But before you them, changed the future. You could have changed. Yes, before the them, past. um, they had Luna, dude. And Luna was fantastic. You had Jacqueline. Jacqueline was not that bad and could have upped her game even more if they would have given her the shot. Yes. Of course, it's the same thing with, like, uh, you know, I mean, when, when Medusa went to WCW and threw the title in the trash because she just got tired of all the antics and everything else, Jacqueline was a phenomenal wrestler. So, you know, Luna could have been a phenomenal wrestler if Vince just did not have this fantasy thing of, women's sex appeal but don't get me wrong don't get me wrong man sex did sell especially in the early 90s and later 90s into the early 2000s that that did sell but i think that there was a market for these women to showcase their abilities i mean fuck we got it with trish stratus and lita you know what i mean yeah they built their credibility lita used to be a hoe for the godfather you know, for some time, Trish was just, uh, you know, always with Vince and, you know, always doing those, you know, segments in the back, like farting with The Rock, farting with Triple H, you know, and they had to build their credibility up. It's yeah. sad that it took that long. That's how it is. And Luna just did not have that. They didn't do anything like that. You know, they even tried it. Like I said, she had the face, she faced Sable in a evening gown match. You don't get that nowadays. Like. It's sad that women's wrestling wasn't as justified compared to men's wrestling. Because yeah. everyone, you know, Vince's thing is women's wrestling is just about sex appeal. That's going to draw, you know, I hate to say it, but yeah, the horn dogs just to watch it. Like, ah, no one gives a shit about women's wrestling. Hey, but we'll see, you know, women in, you know, bikini and bra and, and you know, bra and panties and all that stuff. And sex still sells today. Games. Like, obviously, we see a lot of these OnlyFans accounts. We see a lot of these women with their only OnlyFans or whatever is going on. Dude, sex is still very, very much alive, and, and it is selling. But so is so is the athleticism. I mean, fuck, we just watched... Things have we, changed. We just watched you know? Ty of Valkyrie fucking go in a, in a straight fucking dogfight with uh, Drexel and Rosalind. And that's another thing. Women's wrestling has changed so much that Luna could have paved the way, you know? Yeah. They could have been having steel cage matches back in the day. They could have been doing, I know Chamber wasn't a thing, but she could have been in Chambers, you know? Hell, man versus woman match was kind of against, you know, wrestling for the longest time. Eventually, they did allow it, you know, with China and whatnot. I think we've seen it with Luna, too. I think Luna faced uh, a couple men in WWF. Yeah, not the... Uh, she faced off, yes. Yeah, she faced off a couple people, um, I just don't have the names on top of my head, but yeah, she, she, I mean, she could have been in China's position, you know, she could have been, she could have probably got the China look. If you I mean, how believable just... would be a Luna versus China match? That would be amazing. I would have loved that. That would have been believable. 
I feel like she would have been one of the only women to be able to step up to China just because of how aggressive Luna looked and how diabolical her character was. I think that she would have been a believable opponent for China. Instead, we put China with the men because China was just too unbelievable, right? Like she was the the ninth wonder of the world and she was just as big as the guys. So they put, they put her with the guys. But I think that Luna could have had a good match with China. Of course. I'm just look, I'm scrolling through the list. Yeah, like she was a couple tag team matches. Like she teamed with the male versus a you know, mixed tag match. Um, yeah, like I, I, like I see some of the matches on here and I'm thinking, come on, Vince, what the hell are you thinking? You know, there's one on here. She faced Gilbert for God's sakes. Luna? She faced Gilbert. Yeah, she faced Gilbert, which she won, by the way. I'm trying to see if she faced any like guy, like one-on-one, but I don't really see that. Tag teams, that's about it that she was involved in. Um, she was on a cage match against Stevie Richards in ECW and she won that. Um, but yeah, mostly a lot of women or if she was involved against, uh, let's see, Mark Merrill and Sable when she faced them again with her and Goldust. Um, but yeah, just, you, you could have changed wrestling. She could have been the pioneer. Yes. We have all our other ones that, you know, we do not want to speak of due to other reasons, but, um, they dropped the ball with her and she could have been, you know, alive. It's been over 12 years now since her passing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a shame, dude. I mean, we really we really missed the opportunity with Luna. I think WWE really dropped the ball with Luna. Um, I think that she paved the way for a lot of the great women's wrestlers that we see today use face paint, including, um, you know, including Thunder Rosa. You know, people like that just wouldn't have been around. It wouldn't have been the same. We we got, you know, characters like Alexa Bliss running around. We got, you know, as I said before, you know, Abaddon. And, you know, you got, uh, what was her name? Yeah, like the Scream Queen. Sue, Ye- yeah, Sue, Sue Young. Young. Yeah, just so many phenomenal characters that were probably influenced by Luna in some form or fashion. And and it wouldn't have started, man. Like, we wouldn't have seen, we wouldn't have been able to believe that 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 sort of gimmick worked for a woman if it hadn't have been for Luna, man. I believe that, I believe that in her own way, she really did pave the way for the women's revolution. Oh yeah, there's like you said, there's some, there's like current gimmicks right now that got inspiration from her. She's gonna be a pioneer. Like it's a gimmick you didn't see, like you know Alexa Bliss. There had to be some influence him from Luna with the whole demon character with Bray, like you said, Sue Young being the screaming queen and and other gimmicks that I can't recall. But there's some that were in TNA that got some inspiration from this. They they really dropped the ball with her just to go with the whole sex appeal thing. And it's crazy that we, us wrestling fans, like, that was just a norm, like, to accept it. You know, just like the commentary team would just, you know, Cherry Lawler throwing, like, you know, seeing puppies. And, you know, I'm pretty sure JR wasn't found of it. He's like, I'm not, you know, 
I want to see wrestling, and we have that nowadays. So I'm glad for that. But let's not let's Uno not get ahead of ourselves. In. Fucking Jim Ross was just as much of a perv as Jerry the King Lawler, and still <laughs> is to this day. <laughs> of course, but you know, down hard, he did like wrestling. That's what you know. When he said something sucked, it sucked. He didn't got straight to the point. Yeah, I believe that man, James. We got one more. What if, before we end this season, we're going to start off season four with another what if, but we only have one more what if to end this season. And then after the beginning of season four with that one what if, we're not going to be seeing those what ifs every week. Did you did you enjoy this season? Did you like this new segment that we've introduced into the pro wrestling shoot it's a lot of thought process it's a lot of you know head scratching things you're like you know i never thought of doing this you know you didn't think about doing this match how about we picture this person in this promotion how about we picture this person in this world title landscape you know there's a lot of thinking to it it's uh it's it, it was a phenomenal segment to do what if like a lot of a lot of situations, and there's many more that we didn't think of that will be introduced at some point. And I'm the next one is going to be very heartfelt, very big time, if you know what I mean. It's um one that a lot of people wish he was still around. But yes, right. I did enjoy the what if, of course, and I hope you guys did too. This is a it's a lot of there's a lot of mis- wrestling mysteries. If this happened, if this happened, you know, we can go on and on and on. There's so many you can change. There's so many you can dissect from, and there's a lot of, you know, discovery. You didn't say, like, I didn't know Luna had, according to this website, like only 64 matches in her lifetime. That's crazy, you know? But yes, this was a phenomenal segment, and I'm ready to do more. Of course, in the future, we have one more, which is probably going to be very, very, very long. Yes, and we are referring to uh, what if Owen Hart was still with us. That will be next week in our final what if of season three. And we will begin season four with one more what if. And then we won't be doing it every week. Every now and then, if you guys throw an idea or we see an idea that we like, we will start it up. Season four is going to kick off with what if Hulkamania was never born. And that's going to be interesting to talk about. So I, I can't wait to start. Of, uh, I'm just going to give you an FYI. Uh, we'll expect a lot of shiki baby running territories. <laughs> we'll have to just wait and see, man. We'll have to see how we book oh, this happening. one. But <laughs> <laughs> Sheik is definitely not one of those faces that I would put on top. But... There's many others. (laughs) (laughs) There's many others that we can we can fantasy book into that. Fucking bullshit. Yes, sir. Next week's gonna be wild, man. I'm gonna enjoy talking about Owen Hart. We got the Owen Hart Cup coming right around the corner in AEW. I cannot wait to see what they do in, uh, in honor of Owen Hart. 
Um, also it's exciting. Sold his t-shirt of his. Just a little side note: they have sold a t-shirt on AEW for him. Only they've only sold one. Well, they've just released one of his. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> I was like, they only sold one. What? That's kind of <laughs> mind blowing no. to me. But okay. No, I wish I had the stats. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, man, I enjoyed talking about Luna today. Um, she has a soft spot in my heart. I always, I always, when I think about women's wrestling, man, something about Luna that always just comes back to my mind. I really wanted to do this episode, and that's why I saved it for the co-main event, uh, sort of speak, of our season three What If series. Um, Lots of lots of big stuff around for for the pro wrestling shoot, man. We we are now sponsored by Manscaped. That's huge. I'm really excited about that. Um, and we need your guys' help too, man. I mean, it's only a temporary sponsor. It's only temporary. We need eight codes sold. So go go to Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And use the promo code PWSHOOT and all save yourself twenty percent off. Yeah, I don't think and it matters if it's shipping. all capitalized, but free shipping, 20% off. You can't fucking beat that, man. These products are awesome too, by the way. Like we we've we've used them. I got them here. I fucking love them. Um I'm really excited about this sponsorship. They're life-changing. And, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, well, I don't know about life-changing, but it's definitely ball-changing. Eh? Anyway, eh? <laughs> go uh well thank you <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. definitely go check out the products guys help us out if you can if if not i totally understand but just know that if you know how sponsorships work you know what i mean if you don't buy their product we don't we don't get paid you know what i mean and this is a way of supporting us and you guys get some badass products in in, in the return and a discount on them at that so go check that out we just uh, sponsored our first event, Roseland 2, um, the biggest independent wrestling event to hit the Pacific Northwest. I mean, we talked a, a whole lot about that earlier in the show. Um, we left the network, so we are no longer a part of a network. We are back to being independent, and as soon as we went independent, we got sponsored. So big things are already happening with us. Um, yeah, dude, it's 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 pretty big. We're, we're, we're hitting a lot of goals. We sold out all of our merch and we have more merch on the website guys. So go check out Brainbuster Tees slash other slash pro dash wrestling dash shoot. Go check out our merch. I work really hard on all those designs. Uh, we're also offering voiceovers as you've heard on our what if series. Um, I do those for other podcasts as well. I've already done them for a couple of podcasts. Come and get your voiceover from me it is a cheap cheap rate guys it's another way to support us also we do podcast cover art and i edit podcasts i'm a producer man and i i like to think that my producing skills are, are have grown quite a bit in the last three years and all i do is think of new ways to make the show sound and feel better so, yeah, we edit all of that stuff for you. Just hit up our emails at tpwspodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, get an inquiry on your price and what you want done on your podcasts or your cover arts or your voiceovers. Glad to help, man. Other than that, this has been a phenomenal episode. I'm glad that we got to come back this strong. Uh, the week that I took off, I felt so... 
empty without podcasting. I, I never knew how much I loved podcasting until I missed it for a week. Agree. <laughs> this, uh, I, I felt, I felt like something was missing, but it doesn't take away the great time that I had on my vacation. I enjoyed it. Me and my wife got to get away from everything. It was amazing. Um, so I wouldn't change a thing. Sorry. I made you guys wait for Roseland news, but it had to happen, man. Sometimes you just got to take vacations. I did give you guys a best of what if as we're nearing the end. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it for me. James, you got anything to add on all this? Just uh, don't worry, guys. We're going to give the best content and, of course, support us. And uh, like, like, like Jesse mentioned here, you know, our Manscaped sponsorship is awesome. You can't beat that deal. 20% off, free shipping. And, of course, we're going to return it with great, ton- great content, which that's always our goal, you know, to think out of the box and, um, you know, Keep enjoying the product. Keep enjoying the content. Like I said, every Mondays we release uh, podcasts. YouTube streams are going to be coming strong. And uh, trust me, we're going to be on this wrestling news 24-7. And if you haven't checked us out on YouTube on your live streams, on our live streams, what the fuck are you doing? Like, come in and enjoy our live streams. We're there Every Tuesday, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of fun, guys. Like, we interact with you. We do this new thing now to where we can actually have call-ins to the show live. And you can call and be on the show. Your voice can be heard as long as you're not a fucking troll. Because I will end that call real quick. But, yeah, <laughs> we post the number. You can call into the show and have a, have a good conversation with us, no matter what the topic is. We just had a... Uh, a video last week about um, what to expect on AEW games, the wrestling code, and WWE 2K22. Me and Conrad compared some notes. We compared some what-if scenarios, no pun intended. (laughs) Um, Ah. Yeah, we, yeah, (laughs) we, we had a lot of fun on that, guys. So go and check that out. Go to the YouTube, the Pro Wrestling Shoot, subscribe, and hit that bell so you can get notified as soon as we go live. It's usually around 8.50 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, but last week we did a 5 o'clock stream. So you never know, man. If uh, James is available on Tuesdays at 5 o'clock, we could be streaming at 5 o'clock. Sometimes it works better that way. A lot of people on the East Coast, it's really late. When we uh, stream at 8.50, that means it's midnight where you guys are. So I would like to get it at, at, at 5 o'clock if we can, and we're going to be trying. But trust me, we will let you guys know when we do that. Check us out on TikTok at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. We got a new TikTok. I'm always posting stuff over there and promotional videos as long as funny meme shit uh, or whatever wrestling content you enjoy. Uh, go check that out. And follow us on our regular socials. Uh, the Pro Wrestling Shoot at, on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And then it is TPWS Podcast on Twitter. Our numbers are growing by the day. I can't be more proud of the podcast numbers, our YouTube numbers. Everything is growing. Everything, it goes the fuck up for the Pro Wrestling Shoot. And I, I can't be more excited about it. Thank you to all the new listeners this week that have joined us uh, from you know, people that we've met at Roseland too. I'm, I'm assuming that's, that's who is joining us this week. Um, 
why our numbers are going up a lot. You know, we had a thousand people that we shook hands with. So um, thank you guys for, for, for joining us. And I hope that we can have you stick around and, and enjoy more content to come. I'm Jesse Carter. He's James Pinard Jr. And we will see you right here next week on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's about to get exciting. Pro Wrestling Shoot. How long is this going to last? Pro Wrestling Shoot.